Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Wednesday, October 28th. Our final pre-election exclusive CNN national poll shows Joe Biden maintaining a wide national lead in this race. We'll discuss that, plus how the coronavirus seems to be closing in on President Trump in these final days. And finally, just stunning early voting numbers that continue to break records almost every hour. Our brand new exclusive CNN national poll, the last one we'll have uh, before Election Day, conducted by our partners at SSRS, shows Joe Biden maintaining a double-digit national lead in this race. We know it is all about the road to 270 electoral votes and the state-by-state battles Trump and Biden are engaged in to win those electoral votes, but the national picture is important too. And in this poll... Joe Biden has 54% of likely voter support versus Donald Trump with 42% of likely voter support. That is a 12-point margin in a race that has been remarkably steady throughout the year. We have not seen in recent presidential campaign history from the last 30 years or so a lead this big nationally for one candidate over another heading into Election Day. And here's the thing. Joe Biden has been in the lead in this race for a year. I mean, if you go back in polling and look at the matchups, it just has never uh, been a race that Donald Trump has dominated ever in all the polling that exists. Now, it's not just the horse race numbers, folks. It is what is underneath. It is truly astonishing to look at the gender gap in these numbers, as we've seen in other polling. Among women in our poll likely female voters, 61% support Biden, 37% support Trump. So that is a 24 percentage point advantage for Joe Biden among female voters. But here's the thing. Donald Trump isn't making up for it with men. Among men in this poll, it's near even. 48% for Trump, 47% for Biden. Similarly, this occurs when you look at the demographic slice by race. Voters of color in this poll support Joe Biden 71% to Donald Trump's 24%. That is a 47-point advantage for Joe Biden among likely voters of color in this poll. But again, Donald Trump is not making up for that with white voters. Among white voters in this poll, 50% for Trump, 48% for Biden. Near even. So... Joe Biden is running up the score with Democratic-based voters, and where Donald Trump should be strong, men, white voters, where he had real strength four years ago, Joe Biden has blunted that advantage. And in some places, like winning seniors four years ago by some seven points nationally is what Donald Trump did, well, in this poll, he's losing them to Joe Biden by 11 points, an 18-point swing among a critical voting bloc towards Joe Biden. So these numbers show that uh, Donald Trump has one path to victory at this point with just six days to go in this election, and that is to execute a massive turnout operation on Election Day. 
Now, here's what else matters today. Why is Donald Trump in this terrible position just six days out from Election Day? Well, it's because of the coronavirus. I mean, yes, he has not led in polls for a year. I, I, I give you that. But it was closer. Donald Trump is in the position he is in because of his mismanagement of the coronavirus pandemic. And it is closing in around him in a way that he is desperate to avoid in these final days. I mean, that's why you hear him trying to uh, talk about Philadelphia and riots and violence in Philadelphia, riots and violence that Joe Biden has completely denounced, by the way. Donald Trump is trying to drum up some other conversation other than coronavirus. Here's the problem. We are seeing a massive spike in coronavirus cases. We're seeing a spike in hospitalizations. There is likely to be a spike in deaths to follow. This is happening in the very states that Donald Trump is setting foot into campaign. I mean, Wisconsin, a critical battleground state. Donald Trump campaigned there yesterday. Mike Pence is there today. And it's one of the sort of hot zones in the country right now when it comes to coronavirus cases. And the curve, if you will, is now shooting straight up into America's future with this virus that you see Wall Street tanking today. Now, maybe they can turn it around, but at the time we were recording this in the mid-afternoon, it was down some 800-plus points, the Dow was. That, too, was supposed to be a Donald Trump strength. He talked about it all the time when the Dow was climbing. But here's the thing. Just step back and look. At every turn since the virus hit our shores, Donald Trump handled it incorrectly. And Donald Trump tried to distract with messages of law and order. We had some of the largest, most robust protests in this country for racial justice in decades, and Donald Trump uh, attempted to make that a conversation about lawlessness and, and needing to employ law and order and try to draw a contrast with Joe Biden. So much so, he made that the centerpiece of the Republican National Convention, the best opportunity he had to try and change uh, the trajectory of the race before the fall campaign but Americans weren't buying it. And so into the fall he headed with now also a major uptick in cases, more economic calamity caused by it, all while he's saying we've rounded the corner. We're turning the corner. We're rounding the curve. We will vanquish the virus. We're going to emerge stronger than ever before. And his opponent, Joe Biden, on the campaign trail today, making COVID once again the very centerpiece of his argument against the incumbent. The American people deserve so much better than this. Just look at what happened last night in Omaha after the Trump rally ended. Hundreds of people, including older Americans and children, were stranded in sub-zero freezing temperatures for hours. Several folks ended up in the hospital. It's an image that captures President Trump's whole approach to this crisis. He leaves everyone else to suffer the consequence of his failure to make a responsible plan. So watch what Donald Trump does over the next six days to make this campaign about something other than coronavirus and understand that the American people are in the midst of the coronavirus campaign. And finally today, early vote numbers that continue to boggle the mind. We have crossed the 70 million point of early votes cast. We have crossed 50% of the total 2016 vote already have been cast. I'll just use Texas as an example. This morning, when the Secretary of State of Texas put out uh, the new early vote numbers, the early votes that have been recorded in that state 
amount to 91% of the total Texas 2016 vote. I mean, we're just a day away from, from Texas early vote overtaking the entirety of the 2016 vote, and we're still six days away from Election Day. So this is an engaged American electorate with explosive turnout, and it is just eye-popping. That does it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. 